Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by drfloyd.com. In the last episode of The Radio Avengers of Dr. Floyd, a mystic seer fortune-telling machine made an ominous prediction about the fate of one of our heroes. Let's not waste any more time and join our heroes, Dr. Floyd, his protégé Dr. Grant, and their faithful robot companion Chips as they sit aboard the bridge of their time and spaceship. Chips, any readings on Dr. Steve yet? Okay, well, just let us know if there is anything. Dr. Grant, is everything running smoothly? Sure is, Dr. Floyd. Need my help for anything? Nope, I think we're good. So I could, say, slip away for about an hour and you'd be okay here? Um, yeah, shouldn't be a problem. What are you going to go do? Oh, um, nothing. Just going to, um, read for a bit. Okay, well, have fun. We'll let you know if anything goes wrong. About a minute after Dr. Floyd steps out of the door into the ship's hallway, a warning indicator light begins flashing on the main control panel. Chips, what's going on? Where is the problem? (laughs) The boiler room again. We better get Dr. Floyd back up here. Dr. Floyd, please return. Return to the bridge. Dr. Floyd, please return to the bridge. Chips, see if you can isolate the problem and get a report. (laughs) What? The warning is spreading. Where is it now? (laughs) The rec room? What is going on? Oh, we've got another one in the sick ward. Dr. Floyd, we've gotten a code yellow. Please return to the bridge. (laughs) Are you sure? A warning in the galley puts us a code orange. What in tarnation is going on here, Dr. Grant? I left you alone for two minutes, tops. We've got warnings all over the place. That's the fifth. We're on code red, Dr. Floyd. Where's the new one from? The cargo hold. Okay. Chips, disable the warnings. We'll have to split up and go check them out. Okay, I'll go check out the cargo hold. (laughs) Chips says he'll scope out the sick ward. I'll check out the boiler room. (laughs) Chips says that all the warnings are indicating that they're imminent threats and must be investigated immediately. But how are we going to do that? There's only three of us. We need help. I've got an idea. What? Hang on a second. Dagnabbit, Dr. Grant, how many times have I told you not to push that button? Yes, may I help you? What the... Oh, good idea, Dr. Grant. Stewardess Christie. Actually, I'd prefer to be called a flight attendant. Oh, sorry. Uh, flight attendant Christie, we had a warning light go off in the rec room. We need you to go down and check it out. I'd be happy to do that for you, sir. Shall I bring you back a beverage? Hey, that'd be great. What do you have? We offer complimentary juice, coffee, and soda. Oh, sounds good. I'll have a Coke Dr. and... Dr. Grant, we have no time to order beverages. We need to find some way to check out the galley. You're right, Dr. Floyd. I know. Why don't we use the ship's red-shirted expendable crewman? Red-shirted expendable crewman? Well, every ship and every science fiction series come standard with at least one red-shirted expendable crewman for these very situations. That way, we can have the drama of a crew member loss on the show and yet not let it affect the main cast. I had no idea. Ensign Perreri, please report to the bridge. Ensign Tim Perreri, please report to the bridge immediately. Ensign Tim Perreri, that's an unfortunate name. Fitting, but unfortunate. Ensign Perreri, reporting for duty, sir. Ensign, are you prepared to go into a dangerous situation? Sir, yes, sir. It's a situation you may not return from. Sir, that is what I have been trained for, sir. This guy's good. You'll check out the galley. Sorry, yes, sir. Eddie, soldier. It's a shame we'll lose him someday. Gentlemen. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Gentlemen and lady. Today our ship is currently under code red. Five separate dangers are threatening our very way of life. It is up to each of us, separately and as a team, to muscle up the resolve to stick through this situation until its end, no matter the results. It is quite possible and highly probable in Ensign Perreri's case that one of us might not make it back. But those of us who do will know that those lost will have made the ultimate sacrifice for the good of the ship. Our actions this afternoon will be the stuff of legend. You're a good crew and it has been an honor serving with all of you. Now let's screw our courage to its sticking place. What?
Never mind. True, it's up to us now. It's up to us to ensure that freedom still reigns throughout the time and space stream. That was Excellent, Dr. Oh, that was beautiful. Why, thank you. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Now, crew, make sure to describe everything you do out loud. Why's that? So the folks listening at home will know what you're doing. Good plan. All right, crew, let's go. With that, our crew splits up to investigate the dangers that are currently threatening the ship. We'll first follow Stewardess Christy. Ahem. Oh, uh, sorry. Flight Attendant Christy slowly entering the rec room. The rec room is quiet. The lights are off. I'm slowly turning on the light switch now. I don't... Oh, no. No, it's not possible. We now join Ensign Temporary, who is entering the galley. I'm now entering the galley. All is quiet. Except for me, of course. Everything is... No. No. No! What are you doing? No! Dr. Floyd's lethal robot companion, Chips, is now entering the sick ward. The lights are low. There is no sound. Then suddenly, Chips' sensors pick up a troubling terror from one of the medical supply cabinets. He slowly approaches the cabinet and reaches out with one hand and slides the door open. And when he opens it, he instantly realizes what is wrong. <laughs> We now follow Dr. Grant, who has just reached the doors of the cargo hold. I'm in the cargo hold now. Everything looks normal here. There doesn't appear to be... Oh, no. No! No! We now get to the hub of the ship. This is the point in the ship that all corridors lead to. Dr. Grant, Chips, Flight Attendant Christie, and Ensign Perry all reach the hub at the exact same moment. They are all terrified. This is horrible! The entire contents of our cargo hold has shifted during travel. It's a mess down there! <laughs> No! What did he say? It's bad. Not only have our contents shifted, we're out of iodine! Well, that's not all. In the rec room, someone left a soda on top of the ping-pong table, it got knocked over, and now the top of the table is all warped. No, no, this is a nightmare! How am I ever going to get good enough to win the state championship next year? Ensign Prairie, requesting permission to report, sir. Go ahead. Sir, there are mice everywhere in the galley. They're eating most of the food supply. Oh, no. Our contents have shifted, we're out of iodine, the ping-pong table is warped, and we've got mice in the galley! What else could go wrong? <laughs> You're right! Where's Dr. Floyd? Quick, Chips, let's go to the boiler room! Dr. Grant and Chips tear off down the hallway, leaving Stewardess Christie and Ensign Perry all alone in the hub. Hi there. Hello, ma'am. Nice red shirt. Thank you, ma'am. Can I get you a beverage? We're now at the door of the boiler room as Dr. Grant and Chips race up to it. Dr. Grant reaches for the handle. Ah, it's jammed. Chips, help me. We'll have to break it down. One, two, three! Upon breaking down the door, Dr. Grant and Chips are greeted by one of the most grisly sights they have ever seen. Dr. Floyd? Dr. Floyd! What has happened to Dr. Floyd? Has the Mystic Seer's prediction come true? The only way to find out is to tune in to the next season of the Radio Avengers of Dr. Floyd!